Indeed, he is live. And, uh, Sean, I will be getting to you and the rest of the callers. Appreciate you guys calling in already and hanging on. What's up, everybody? I am James Hake. As you know, this is the Hake Report. And it is Friday, September 25th, 2020. We are going to have a, a Fallen State episode today at noon. It's going to be exciting. JLP plays up in the air, okay? Up in the air right now. Up in the air. JLP plays. No, no promises. But we'll try. Is there work being done outside? <laughs> I feel like I hear a jackhammer or something. <laughs> but what's up, guys? Uh, you can call in. Some of you already are on hold. 888-775-3773. Not that I mind the door being wide open. It feels kind of good. And actually, it feels kind of nice. I think we didn't turn off the AC this whole last hour, which felt kind of cool outside, but inside here, I don't know. I'm going to be covering some interesting things. You know, Shaq is in Shaquille O'Neal. The former NBA player, he was friends slash frenemies with Kobe Bryant. And this other guy who's an older player, uh, Charles Barkley. Every now and then, they act like they have 10% sense. Whereas most of the prominent blacks act like they have 0% sense. So that's a lot. 10% is a lot. And uh, so... I'm going to be talking about them, and I have a flashback video of, of uh, a 2013 case in which uh, a mother is upset about the loss of her child, who was not a child, and who fled cops and allegedly even had cocaine and resisted arrest, I think. But some interesting things going on. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, she died last Friday, almost a week ago. She was the former Supreme Court Justice. I'm going to be talking about, well, touching on at least, how uh, she, everybody who worships evil also worships her. They're having a day two or three or however many days of, of funeral for her, even today. And there is some crazy stuff going on with that. Openly, open Satan worshipers. <laughs> uh... And other things, too. I'm going to touch on the riots. The, you know, the Proud Boys, they're not violent. They just aren't. I guess you could call men violent, as in cops and men who defend the innocent from the evil people. I guess you could call that violent, but men aren't. Uh, the Proud Boys are not violent in terms of evil violence. They don't aggress <laughs> right? Pretty much. Uh, anyway, there is some fear-mongering going on about Proud Boys, and then total glossing over about the real evil, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa. Anyway, guys, let's get on with the show. You're gonna like it, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the hate report, the hate 
be talking about, can I say this word? Coons being called a coon. Oh, you don't have to turn it down. For being, did you turn it down? Oh. For being 10% reasonable and 90% stupid liars. <laughs> oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. I want to get right into this story because it's so interesting to me. Hang tight, callers. I will be addressing your calls. I do want to talk about mail-in ballots with Sean. Hang tight, man. I will be getting to you. Oh, let me pop open the, uh, uh what the heck? Did D-Live went live, right? It's just that I, it's just that my internet wasn't totally connected. I'm streaming on several platforms, guys. And I like to do it because it's fun, right? Fun to see you guys on you on Facebook and Twitch, as well as the uh, YouTube and DLive, and of course Periscope. And I will be getting to your super chats as well. Some of them already comment coming in. <laughs> I love that original Hake Report theme song. I play it on Fridays, or more accurately, Joel Friday here and his trainees. Well, trainee, White Chris, play the original AJ Gallardo song. <laughs> uh, who he, he, He's a buddy of mine from high school who is a liberal, but he made this song for me. Nice guy. Nice guy is finished last. <laughs> and uh, shout out also to the regular during the week prior to Friday, Trevor Wesley, who created the uh, reprise, which is a great song. So, uh, yeah, somebody said, um, I have your Hake Report song stuck in my head, says Lulis with a diamond. Yeah, I know. It's so, it's just that good. It's kind of like the happy birthday song. It's unforgettable. Great lyrics and everything else. What's going on? I'm logging into streamlabs.com right now. The hate report. Lies, lies, lies. <laughs> says uh, Tony. I have a friend of mine who says the fake report blah 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 something like that yeah and it's often copied and emulated thank you guys to the supporters on streamlabs.com slash the hate report you know youtube demonetized me but i am back streaming on there at least today right um let me get right into this so there i saw this drudge headline i still peek, take a peek at drudge now and then I might be starting to see what you guys are saying about Drudge. I'm not sure if I am or not. But I have, you know, some colleagues of mine. <laughs> I feel silly using the word colleagues because it sounds so uppity. <laughs> uh, I'm white, so I can be that, right? But but not with, not with my t-shirts every day, right? I don't even... Uh, I don't think I would last in the Proud Boys because all I do is wear t-shirts. 
and I need to exercise. And, but I could name five cereals. Uh, but I saw this Drudge headline. Drudge headline. You know, I noticed, like, some of their pictures just don't seem... It doesn't seem like Drudge, Matt Drudge, is in charge anymore. That's just my speculation. Somebody fed that into my mind, a colleague of mine. And looking at it, looking at it, it just doesn't seem like it's as neatly put together. It looks like a, a cheap copy of what it used to be. I could be wrong. But anyway, here's the Drudge headline. Barkley and Shaq draw backlash for pushing back on outrage. And this is, you know, phony outrage. They've been outraged since before they even knew the facts of the case. And they've been repeating false facts of the case for months that have been accepted and to this day are being repeated by the dumb blacks and dumb liberals. To this day! Yes. That's Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, former NBA players. And I didn't see the word coon on them, but coon is for uh, what's, what a, a black independent-minded on telling the truth person is, right? They're called coons because they're betraying the degenerate blacks. In their minds, they're betraying the degenerate blacks, when in reality they're calling the degenerate blacks to wake up a little bit. That's what coons are. And so, these guys do the talk show like they're sports talk guys now. They're both kind of, well, especially Charles Barkley got kind of fat. He used to be leaner and good basketball players, basketball Americans. And every now and then we would see something mildly, not smart, but simple and wise and country (laughs) come out of... uh, Charles Barkley's mouth. I say country because he's from kind of the South and he has a little bit of traditional values deep down in there. You know how they say blacks and Hispanics and even Asians and whoever else are naturally conservative people. (laughs) They're just brainwashed into being Democrats. Okay, they are brainwashed into being Democrats, but they're not. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Um. So they were on this talk show and they said stuff like, well, you can't really lump Breonna Taylor in with these other black victims, which they dumbly still think are black victims. They're naming Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd. Ahmaud Arbery, I don't consider him a victim because he was roaming around, looked like a criminal, acted like a criminal, and died died fighting over a gun like a criminal. It was sad to see him go down, you know, I've, I have feelings. <laughs> if my mom saw me go down. <laughs> I'm mocking the Kentucky Attorney General, I'd, but I, it was kind of tough to see Ahmaud Arbery go down in the street after getting shot. But, you know, he brought it upon himself by attacking the guy with the gun. So, and then the uh, George Floyd, too. I we didn't really feel sad for him, but it was... Tough to see the knee on the neck. I was like, oh man, it doesn't look quite right. But it turns out, I don't know that there was anything wrong with it in, in reality. Um, and it, 
I don't know that that had any play in his death, honestly. That that specific knee on that specific neck. I'm sure it wasn't comfortable, but he asked for it. He literally asked to be put on the ground. And so, but anyways, the, the quote goes, Charles, Charles Barkley, this prominent black, kind of light-skinned guy, says, oh, I feel bad for the young lady lost her life, but we do have to take into account that her boyfriend, who she was sleeping with, by the way, outside of marriage, shameful, shot at the cops and shot a cop. Shot the cop in, a, in the leg. They gave the impression, to, they gave the impression, in my mind, that he only shot once, he fired a warning shot. <laughs> they somehow leave out that he, he must have shot, fired more than once if he only fired a warning shot, unless he fired that warning shot into the leg of the, <laughs> of the sergeant, Mattingly, who is a hero, by the way. I read his um, email to you guys yesterday. Some of you guys, I'm not sure if you appreciated it, but it was a very nice, and more than nice, it was like a pretty much right email to his colleagues at the Louisville Police Department, Metro Police Department. He said, we have to take into account that the boyfriend shot at the cops and shot a cop. So like I say, even though I'm really sorry she lost her life, I just don't think that we can put this in the same situation as George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery. You can put them all in the same situation because none of them are victims. They're all, they all brought their deaths upon themselves. Ahmad being erratic. George being overdosing and committing a crime, allegedly. And this woman being involved with the wrong people, knowingly, knowingly, and may have even been involved in criminal activity herself, even though she was never convicted. Innocent unless proven guilty, right? But there's no question that she was involved in the, with the wrong people. And her car, a rental car, that she under, was under her name a few years ago, was involved in a murder. And so Barkley uh, got agreement from a co-host of his. They have this show on, I don't know, one of those dumb far-left sports outlets, right? Shaquille O'Neal. Formerly with Orlando Magic, most recently with, I think, the L.A. Lakers, but he's retired several years now, I think. He says, I have to agree, agree with Charles. This one is sort of lumped in. It's interesting because she was seemingly the most innocent. They called her an EMT. She wasn't an EMT at that point. At that point. All kinds of stuff. She was sleeping. She wasn't actually sleeping. People are, to this day, saying that she... <laughs> Was asleep. She was, she was not asleep. Maybe they were sleeping when they started knocking, but they certainly weren't sleeping when she got shot. She was found in the hallway. What, you sleep in the hallway? Don't think so. He said, you have to get a warrant signed, and some states do allow no-knock warrants. This is Shaq being reasonable. And everyone was asking for murder charges. When you talk about murder, you have to show intent. A homicide occurred, and we're sorry a homicide occurred. When you have a warrant signed by the judge, you are doing your job, and I would imagine that you would fire back. 
And O'Neill has long expressed affinity towards the police, says Yahoo News, Yahoo Sports writer Jack Baer, who sounds like he's probably a liberal, who knows. Barkley also dismissed the defund the police movement that has emerged in the wake of the killings of George Floyd. He said, who are the black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? When we have a crime in our neighborhood? <laughs> we need to stop the defund or abolish the police crap. His word, I don't say that word. <laughs> well, I plead the fifth. So, of course, predictably, comments were met with a vocal reaction on Twitter. Lysol in E-flat, GG... GD215, who's a blue check mark on, on uh, Twitter, says, Ugh, Charles Barkley. And some female, Ashley Nicole Moss, says, I know Charles Barkley did not just say on national television, I'm sad Breonna Taylor lost her life, but we can't forget her boyfriend did fire at a cop first. Please tell me I have that wrong, incorrectly. <laughs> this, guy, this blue check mark, Chris Williamson, a black male. I think it's a black male. Who has Breonna Taylor's EMT picture, old EMT picture, said, Charles Barkley said, we can't put Breonna Taylor's case in the same breath as George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery because we, we have to account for Breonna's boyfriend shooting at the officer. And he's all mad. <laughs> Posted a dumb gif. Cartoon gif. Adam Parkomenko says, I don't know, I didn't know I could be this disgusted by Charles Barkley. Clarence Hill, and that's a... A white-looking person, maybe. Clarence Hill Jr. looks like light-skinned black, I think. Says, Qu- quote tweets Complex, which is a black magazine, saying, People are calling Charles Barkley out for his comments on Breonna Taylor. Which are accurate comments, by the way. And Clarence Hill Jr. says, As they should, Barkley is wrong. And this woman, Brittany Danielle, who's who I invited multiple times on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, the prior host, who is current host of The Fallen State, had given me her name and contact because she had been in contact with her. Brittany Danielle. Brittany Danielle. B-R-I-T-N-I. It's a cute spelling of the name. At Brittany D. writes. Uh, She refused to come on the show. Like, she would never come on. Maybe she will come on. I don't know. But she said, what is Charles Barkley talking about? Question mark, question mark, question mark, times a thousand. This Breonna Taylor's death isn't like Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd. You're right, it's not, because she was at home, asleep in bed. TF? TF is millennial for the bleep. <laughs> As in what the bleep. Not very ladylike, but that's what she wrote. <laughs> no, she was not at home Asleep in her bed. She was at the apartment that she shared with her sister, I think, according to reports. Not asleep. Her boyfriend was shooting at the cops. I just, like, why read Bron's very heartfelt tweet, meaning LeBron's heartfelt tweet, (laughs) kissing up to Breonna Taylor and black females, which I read to you yesterday. LeBron James, total beside himself, kiss up, simp for black females. And total, beside himself, hater of whites and cops. And hater of blacks, honestly. LeBron James. 
That's what she's referring to. LeBron's very heartfelt tweet about Breonna Taylor. Only to follow it up with Charles Barkley basically saying, it's sad, but her boyfriend filed first, so Kanye shrug. I guess Kanye West does a funny shrug. And they think that he's a coon, too, (laughs) for supporting Trump. Please stop talking about things if you don't have the range. (laughs) That's, That's Brittany Danielle. It's okay to be quiet. Uh, back at you, Brittany Danielle. <laughs> Women should be quiet. <laughs> Especially this woman. No offense to the ladies who call my show. You're welcome to call my show. <laughs> but, you know, half the time when you call, I say, don't worry your pretty little head, ladies. <laughs> Maybe I should be quiet too more, but whatever. Uh, so this brings me to... The last tweet, which is a reference to this man, and I use the term loosely, who was 44 years old. (laughs) Somebody says James is a first-class moron. (laughs) Oh, what's up, A. Owens? Um, This guy, Teo, black dude, I think. I think it's a dude. Said, I don't know why Charles Barkley still surprises y'all, but it's referring to this 44-year-old man named something West. Not Kanye. It's this man who died, got himself killed. Tyrone West. He said, I don't know why Charles Barkley surprises y'all. And it's a picture of all these, um, what I thought was just a gif of all these black females. This guy tweeted this out. I thought it was just a gif of these black females just looking sidelong and unimpressed and unhappy. But no, it didn't turn out to be a gif of just random black females not impressed with uh, this man's opinion. It turned out to be a whole video clip, which I will share with you right now. It's a throwback from I don't know when. Apparently it was a TNT... American race. (laughs) TNT, you know, the cable channel, TNT. Clip about this man named Tyrone West, and I will play this for you right now because I don't want to spoil who Tyrone West is unless, I mean, if you already know, then you'll find out. But here's this clip 11. Hopefully, hopefully the audio is fine, guys. Press one if it's perfect. Press two if it's too loud. Press three if it's too quiet, right? Uh, this is a clip, mother of this young man who, who died in police custody, Tyrone West, um, talking to Charles Barkley. Listen to this. I spent the day with the cops, the split-second decisions they have to make. I mean, we're talking split-second decisions. They can do 95% of things correct Look at that guy. and 5% screw up. And we spent all our time talking about 5% screw up. Go yes. ahead, ma'am. Yes, my name is Diane Butler. And I'm the mother of Tyrone West. First of all, I don't know you. I don't like you. You said you <laughs> rode with the police and you had a conversation with them. And it takes them only a split second to make a decision. Tell me why it took 15 to 20 minutes to beat my son to death. 15 officers. 
They did some horrific stuff to my child. And I know this to be real. Baltimore City's dirty. There's so much lying, deception up in there, and corruption. Listen, racism exists. What I'm trying to do is start a dialogue. <laughs> Boy, Charles Barkley, he couldn't stand up to mama. <laughs> I'm, I totally stole that line from, uh, you know who, the boss, Jesse Lee Peterson. But, <laughs> this apparently was a town hall televised on TNT. The cable news channel, I mean, the not cable news, but cable channel. <laughs> he says, listen. Racism exists, but I'm trying to start a dialogue. You can barely get it out <laughs> standing up to this woman. I don't know you. I don't like you. And she's grandstanding about this man, Diane Butler, the mother of Tyrone West. Different last names, I don't know. Maybe Tyrone West got married. <laughs> or maybe she got married. Or maybe she didn't get married, and that's why he has a different last name. I don't know. So common. In the black community, having these different names, different last names, son, daughter, mother. So here's the backstory on Tyrone West on July 18th, 2013. And I have a, I did a little Google search and here's the Google thing. Death of Tyrone West incident. This is a little Google blurb about it and it cites Wikipedia. On July 18th, 2013, Tyrone West, a 44-year-old African-American male, no such thing, a black male was pursued by two officers at the Baltimore Police Department. Actually, I think it was state police were involved, too. After he fled a traffic stop, during which cocaine was allegedly found. So he fled from cops. She didn't mention that part. And cocaine was allegedly found. The cocaine later went missing, so who knows uh, what the truth is with regard to that after a, a subpoena was issued. West was on parole at the time of this incident with an extensive criminal record, including assault, resisting arrest, attempted first-degree murder. That's a criminal record. I think those means, that means convictions, I think. And he was on parole. Interesting. West ultimately died during the scuffle with police, which makes it sound like they weren't just beating him, it sounds like there was a scuffle. It takes two to tango, and it takes two parties to scuffle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joel Friday says, You're not supposed to flee at 44, especially if you have what sounds like he might have had a heart condition. He died during the scuffle with police. Various medical experts have given conflicting assessments with, of contributing factors, including cardiac arrhythmia, I think that means when you, your heart skips a beat, dehydration, pos, positional asphyxia, and extreme environmental temperatures. So here's a, another clip from more recently. That was back in 2013, right? Four years later, his family gets, so-called family, one million dollars. Listen to this clip. Twelve. Sorry. 
The state of Maryland appears to have reached a $400,000 settlement in a federal lawsuit in the 2013 death of a Baltimore man in police custody. Our media partner, the Baltimore Sun, reports the Board of Public Works will vote on it tomorrow. The suit was brought by the sister of a 44-year-old Tyrone West. Police stopped West in 2013 for a traffic violation. Police say they noticed a bulge in his sock and found cocaine. They say West began to run and officers tackled him. West died of what an autopsy says was a heart condition. The officers yep. were not charged in his death. The state became involved in the suit because the Morgan State University Police Force was involved in the struggle. Crazy, huh? $400,000 from the state plus $600,000 from uh, the city of Baltimore to this guy who allegedly had cocaine, had these crazy past charges, fought, uh, ran from the cops. It look, sounds like if there's a scuffle, fought with the cops. If there's a scuffle, that means he fought with the cops. But she's acting like, oh. <laughs> and uh, all... Uh, Charles Barkley was doing was talking about cases in which cops fire a weapon, making a split second decision. <laughs> she said they beat him to death. And they said cardiac arrhythmia, dehydration, positional asphyxia, which means if you're pinned in such a way, I guess, that you um, suffocate, I guess. I guess. And extreme environmental temperatures. They beat him to death, she says. <laughs> Blacks always lying, especially the black victim-minded people. The incident fueled tension in North Baltimore count community, playing a contributing factor in the eventual Baltimore riots over Freddie Gray in 2015, the other drug dealer who ran from the cops, and they tackled him. He was a small guy, skinny guy, and he had a crazy uh, sever in his spine. They accused the cops, without evidence of a rough ride, like driving him around all rough, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of, uh, you know, corruption in a city like that. There's certainly corruption in, listen to these names. The death of West drew attention from notable African-American leaders, read corrupt leaders, including U.S. Attorney General at the time, Loretta Lynch. That's Obama's second attorney general. His first was held in contempt of Congress. State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby. She's the one who said, I heard your cries of no justice, no peace. And we're doing that. <laughs> Disgusting person. Possibly funded by George Soros, I don't know. Baltimore mayor of the time, Stephanie Rawlings Blake, who said that we gave them room to destroy during the riots of 2015. And celebrity Charles Barkley. I wonder if Charles Barkley got involved after hearing the mother <laughs> being all mad. Just wondering, I don't know. Three separate investigations, internal and external, repeatedly exonerated the officers involved. They endlessly um, do these investigations. Did you know that former officer Darren Wilson, just this year, was exonerated for the, a third investigation in which a black uh, official who was appointed or elected over in Ferguson, Missouri, investigated the self-defense killing of Michael Brown. Stupid. Uh, repeatedly in exonerated the officers involved, 
but a series of police actions were identified that negatively impacted the encounter. Duh. Duh. What, you mean trying to enforce the law? <laughs> the incident and subsequent recommendations made by an independent panel encouraged the police department to make significant procedural changes. No recommendations for reform and repentance in the degenerate black community. Duh! So anyway, I gotta get to some calls. Appreciate you hanging on, Sean. Hang, hang on, man. Just real quick. Lulis gave a diamond. Thank you. And thanks for the compliment. I think it's a compliment. On the Hake Report getting stuck in your head. The song. Ev Jenny Crosby 2020 with a diamond says, Ruth Beta Ginsburg is gonna get 10 funerals. He may be exaggerating or he may not be exaggerating. Noah's Ark Kansas gave a diamond. Thank you, man. Appreciate this constant support. By the way, uh, maybe I won't bring that up, but thank you, Noah's Ark Kansas. Appreciate you. Marcus Jones Stinks gave a diamond and said, Forget it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Forget it. <laughs> I added forget. Because people thought that a meme that I posted on my YouTube channel that said, forget BLM, was saying that other F word that's a bad word. <laughs> if Jenny Crosby gave a dive and said, Tommy Laren wants a 39-year-old with a male roommate. <laughs> Tommy Laren said something true about the Breonna Taylor case, too. So I retweeted her. Show a little support. <laughs> she said something like, we're supposed to fall all over ourselves for when, you know, cops shoot back when somebody shoots at them, basically. Something along those lines, and they said, she was asleep, which she wasn't asleep, meaning Breonna Taylor. Evgeny Crosby gave a diamond, said Breonna Taylor was used as a human shield by her man, says Evgeny Crosby 2020. I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but that idea crossed my mind, too. He wasn't hit. <laughs> I don't think he would do that. But some speculate. Let's avoid the speculation, but... Yeah. Uh, Jimmy DM with a very generous Ninja Gini says, James Hake uniting the races with t-shirts for the cause. Yeah, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. New designs coming up. On the Fallen State section of that um, site, by the way, guys. Not, they're not up yet, but you did see a new design prototype worn by Jesse Lee Peterson today. It looked awesome. It looks awesome. It said amazing in Jesse's face in cartoon uh, drawing. Right on. Shout out to Sham. I think he's the one who drew that picture. Hey, Colt, and shout out, too, to my former de facto producer, Dylon, for fixing the image so that it was uh, presentable for it. Nice. Um, hate Cultivator, hey, man, nice, says, How the H, how the heck can you live in California? I grew up here. I love California. But it's full of degenerates. 
We got to turn that around. Thank you, Hate Cultivator, with further diamond. Marcus Jones stinks with the diamond, says calories are racists towards fat black people. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Jib jab with the support on Streamlabs. Donation message on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Bonus deers, Hake, Hank. Bonus deers, which is how, <laughs> that's how Earl says buenos dias, which means good morning, I think. Hope y'all at Bond have a Mamma Mia Galoshes weekend. Dab emoji doing that thing, which is a black thing. <laughs> Sunglasses emoji, thumbs up emoji. <laughs> thank you for spelling those out, Jib Jab. Appreciate that. And thank you also for the generous support, as always, man. That's cool. By the way, make sure you check out Jesse Lee Peterson. Sorry, Sean. Make sure that you check out Jesse Lee Peterson's media highlights from 1990 to 1999 plus. That's in the Jesse Lee Peterson YouTube channel, also on the BitChute channel, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E channel. This is the thumbnail from it. Lots of beautiful snapshots of, um, of Jesse Lee Peterson in the media and per- confronting evil in Los Angeles. L.A. City Council meetings. There he is condemning Ebonics. You'll notice that Jesse Lee Peterson doesn't pronounce ask incorrectly. He tells me that he once pronounced it axe, but I don't believe him. But he says that, and he says that a white woman taught him how to speak, or, you know, to speak better. Nice! (laughs) Anyway, let me get to Sean in Los Angeles. He's been on hold forever, man. Thank you, Sean, for holding. Sean from Los Angeles, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing excellent, excellent, excellent. Another damn paradise. Glad to wake up this morning. Glad it's Friday, the end of the work week. Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, Alan, did you get a chance to check out Candace Owens' book? I have not. I I'm not a reader. I've read one book oh, in my life. they got an audio book. I... They, got, they got an audio book. I'm not a reader either. I've been listening to it in oh. cars instead of listening to music. Okay. I want everybody to go check it out. Awesome okay. Book. Great, great. Awesome book. She seems uh, nice. Hey, what I want to ask is, um, these freaking liberals, um, with these mail-in ballots, what's going on with that? Uh, you know, they, um, they want to, they want as many dumb people to vote as possible and brainwashed people to vote as possible so that they can sway the election towards their evil, lame, stupid ideas. So that's what they want. That's what mail-in ballots are about. Is, is there any facts that we got a uh, mail-in voter fraud? Yeah, there is. What it's, facts are they? They are uh, common sense. Thank you, Sean. Oh, okay. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not into phony people pretending to be friendly. But thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Next time, come at me like an honest person. Uh, appreciate it. Hang on, the rest of you callers. One line open. You guys can get in. One of you guys can get in. 888-775-3773. Yeah, so, speaking of voter fraud, CNN, and the skim, honestly, and the mainstream media in general, (laughs) uh, 
are complaining because President Trump said we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, we're going to have to see what happens, President Trump said on Wednesday with regard to will you accept the election. And if it, sound, if it seems like deja vu, which is when something seems oddly familiar, it's not exactly deja vu because we know that this happened last time too. They asked Trump, will you accept the results of the election in 2016? He said, we'll see. We'll see. And it's a right answer. Because voter fraud has been alleged and proven. Alleged means, uh, means accusation without evidence. And proven is, is with evidence. By the Election Integrity Project, Project Veritas with the great James O'Keefe formerly of Breitbart, and many others. Um, there's a woman from the Election Integrity Project who was interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson several, a few years ago. And she, I believe, was targeted by the IRS under Obama administration, corrupt IRS. The, IR, the same IRS and the same time that the IRS was targeting Patriot groups, the Tea Party. The Tea Party was the boomers' attempt at, at like, being groipers. <laughs> they love the country. They don't like all this out-of-control spending. They don't like Obama's socialist change. They don't like evil infiltrating. We're taxed enough already, you know? Gotta love boomers. I love boomers. And Trump, too, is a boomer. And it's wide open to voter fraud. Have you ever gotten mail addressed to someone else? I mean, with an, someone else's name on it at your address? I've gotten ballots at my address of total strangers. Total strangers. So, of course, it's wide open to fraud, mistakes, errors. Coercion is a matter of common sense. And so President Trump, once again, cast doubt on whether he would accept the results of the election. He did it in 2016, and he's doing it in 2020, and the media is pretending that voter fraud doesn't exist. We close our eyes and say, la, 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 we haven't seen any evidence. Because <laughs> you don't look for it. And the point of voter fraud is to get away with it. And it's very easy to commit fraud with mail-in ballots, and it's very hard to prove that it is fraudulent. So all these studies that say, oh, voter fraud is very small. Oh, this might get me another. <laughs> I wonder if this, is, this topic is what got me um, uh, my, my last uh, community guidelines strike <laughs> for uh, deceptive practices or scams or spam <laughs> on YouTube. If so, I'll just, let me just be quiet now. But let me just read the rest of this story. <laughs> because, you know, the fake news pushing social media establishment does like to push false narratives of the mainstream media, such as Black Lives Matter narrative of black victimhood at the hands of cops and, and white supremacy. <laughs> They do like to push that stuff, and they will crack down on you if you um, counter it when it's a hot topic right now, because it's a very hot t 
touchy topic. Even though the mainstream did not accept the results of the election, they claimed it was Russia. <laughs> it was the bots. The bots fooled those dang, uh, those dang sucker boomers who elected Trump. <laughs> the um, fake news pushed in Facebook as if boomers can't think for themselves, especially conservative boomers. Yes, they can. And they can see right through your lies in your false world. Social media establishment, mainstream media establishment, academic, academia establishment, uh, FBI establishment, and all of you guys. So if he were to lose in November, it's funny because he's not losing in November. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Because he's fighting to win. He, he really is. Um, CNN pretends that Trump says, said baseless claims... <laughs> that widespread mail-in voting could or would be rife with fraud. Yeah, it's just the latest instance. In wh- yeah, the thing that they don't mention, that I wish they would, is that they're dumb, brainwashed people voting. There's a whole lot of dumb, brainwashed, evil enemies of America who are inside of America voting. They just are. You know it. The Democrat Party has no legitimacy. In the country. Do they have a valid point ever? Not at heart. Not at heart. They may stumble upon, you know, something that you agree with. But their motives and their heart are evil. They just are. And I think everybody knows that. So, uh, he has appropriately questioned the legitimacy of Democrat-run elections, and so many elections are. They openly campaign to keep illegal aliens here. Think about it. (laughs) They refuse to prosecute the criminals who are tearing apart the communities, destroying businesses, and hurting people. Was anybody prosecuted in the arson over in Minneapolis in which an innocent person died in a fire who was trapped in a basement? Was anybody prosecuted? I wonder. They amplify the lies of Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. Very destructive lies, too. And they um, amplify the lies of the radical socialists, including Bernie Sanders, Cortez, the, the so-called squad, the SPLC. They, they cite the Southern Poverty Law Center, which accuses everyone of hate except themselves. Everyone decent. And they're not decent. And they amplify the lies of Black Lives Matter, which are so much more destructive than anything Q has put out. And so much more destructive than anything the alt-right has come up with. Resulting in more loss of life than anything else. Resulting in more loss in the economy than anything else. Well, they don't lose because they're in media and they get the clicks. They even have me reading CNN. But they support the lies of Black Lives Matter. And you think that they're not going to cheat on, a, on an election? Please. There are Republicans, thank God, at state and local levels are taking steps, too. That CNN claims eats away at the integrity of the election. I think it actually boosts the integrity of the election. They claim that they're making it more difficult for voters to pass ballots. Well, if you want to make it easy for fraud to happen, then I guess it's 
then that's what they're pushing for. If they're making it hard for fraud to happen, it automatically makes it a little harder to vote. If you can vote by text... <laughs> uh, state, more difficult for states to count votes and blah, blah, blah. Ch- more likely the tallies will be challenged in the courts. Threaten to undermine the public's confidence in the outcome. You know what's undermined the public's conflict, confidence in the mainstream media is the mainstream media's lies. Public should have been scrutinizing the elections a long time. The integrity of the elections and the integrity of the politicians that they support. So we'll have to see what happens. Pretty funny, huh? Pretty funny. <laughs> I have more stuff to get to. There is all kinds of evil going on. They're worshiping the dead. They're having a funeral for RBG, the notorious dead um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I have a, an article for you that you may have already read yourself. It, was a, it went viral yesterday. The Huffington Post put it out. Also shared on Yahoo News, of course. <laughs> Did you know that there's one decent person, at least, in Yahoo, though? At least there was. Who did a great feature on Jesse Lee Peterson, and that came out almost two years ago, or a, couple, or a year ago. A little over a year ago, I guess. And so, even in the darkest place, there are decent people. So if you work for an evil company, maybe you can be a light there. Nice, huh? And by the way, that video of Jesse Lee Peterson shared by Yahoo has over, between the two videos, they put two of the same video out, one on the Yahoo channel and one on Yahoo News channel, I think. It has over three quarters of a million views. Nice. Lots of people coming across Jesse Lee Peterson from Yahoo. Just like from YouTube, as evil as Google and YouTube are. So I'm going to get to this Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing later, uh, in the in the second hour coming up. I'm going to get to your calls. You guys are already on hold. I love that. F- uh, I'm I'm so happy that Joel Friday agrees with me. Free Kyle. <laughs> Speaking of, I've never looked into it, but is it true? Speaking of stuff that is a popular narrative, by popular narrative, Facebook is censoring, and Instagram is censoring, stuff that's pro-Kyle Rittenhouse. They call him a mass murderer. It's insane. Yeah, Yahoo, and, you know, they also censor the truth about Breonna Taylor, according to a reliable source in... Uh, the man who's been putting out exclusive factual information about um, about Breonna Taylor, Brandon Tatum, very well known, very well known officer, uh, ex officer now. He started speaking out like this Black Lives Matter thing doesn't make sense. He got a lot of popularity, got in with conservative groups, and he's uh, become more well-known, and he ha- gets inside information on the Breonna Taylor case. And s- Facebook censored him. They censored him. They said, we don't know this to be true. But he's a news source. 
So that's suppression of the free press by the establishment social media. Isn't that interesting? And they accuse Trump of being a threat to the free press. It's rich. But quickly, I gotta get to this story. They are... (laughs) Macron. So over in France, Emmanuel Macron, who gets along with Trump, so I like him for that, but he is a liberal. He's 42 years old, married to a 67-year-old woman who met him when she was 40 as a school teacher and he was 15. And uh, 13 years later, 14, 13, 14 years later, they got married. She divorced her husband the year before they got married. He was in. <laughs> he's, he's a victim, says Chris. <laughs> he was... Uh, in the same class as her daughter. <laughs> her daughter Lawrence. French people. They give... It, I'm hoping that that's a female name in French. Macron is a simp, says based America first. But he's doing this thing, paternity leave. This is a popular thing. And, and you know, the dumb world wants to say... Um, wants to say that... Oh, isn't, you should be happy for this. Men bonding with their children. No, men are supposed to work. The women are supposed to bond with the children in the early days, right? And then at three, once the kid can walk, <laughs> then he uh, goes with the man. But he, does it, he roams free during when the man's working and then touches base in the evening, right? <laughs> but they're trying to do this male paid leave. They call it paternity leave. Female-run outlet The Skim reports, far-left female outlet, that they're going from 14 to 28 days of paternity leave in France. Making it one of Europe's most generous paternity plans. But that's not that generous compared to what America is doing. And of course, The Skim says, it shouldn't just be mom taking care of the baby. But um, America, starting next month, and I wonder if this is Trump. Uh, Macron. <laughs> starting next month, federal workers in, in this country get 12 weeks. Did I read that right? 12 weeks of paid paternity leave. And that could lead to uh, private companies being forced to do that next. So Obama did this type of stuff too. He did all kinds of stuff, pro-transgender, pro-LGBTQIA, pro-radical uh, feminist, enemies of the family, enemies of civilization. This women working thing, I know I'm not the only one saying this, this women working thing is really ill-gotten gain to the economy because, you know, that's more production, more, but at what cost? If I stay up all night and get, only get two hours of sleep a night, well, Trump does that. But if I, you know, work all the time, of course I'm going to be producing more, but at what cost to a balanced life? (laughs) Women are not supposed to be doing that. But they want to push a so-called pro-family thing, such as 
free babysitting, daycare. It's really sick. So that they can brainwash your children and take them away from the parents. Just really evil. Twelve weeks of paid maternity leave, and that's, that's the government. I hope that's not Trump. But it might be. Because sometimes he, you know, he's not perfect, but his heart is right. But he's, I don't know, some, I don't know if it's him. I don't want to speculate. <laughs> but they're ha- pushing for fathers to act like women. His daughter certainly isn't for the right stuff. She's pushing for women to be working in Africa, as if that's really going to help. Men need to become men in Africa. Let me quickly, in the last couple of minutes here of this hour, get to Robert. He has a warning, speaking of women working, regarding Amy Coney Barrett. Robert in Kansas, thank you for calling, man. Thank you for holding. What do you you have to say about Amy Coney Barrett for us? Thanks for for the call, man. I'm just worried Trump is going to do the biggest simp ever here, and he's going to put this woman in. Uh, as Christians with a standard, we know that she's a derelict. She's not a Christian. She's not attending to her children, her husband. Um, but I just, I'm worried about it. I don't man. know if she's he, not a Christian. I think she might be a Christian, but just a misguided in this, in this fallen culture type of Christian. But anyway, go on. She comes out of the power structure of more of a George Bush. So I guess that's better than an Obama Clinton type. Uh, background. I guess. Uh, she's very, very firm on the Patriot Act in terms of like your rights basically don't exist. Like you could, they can just look at you, they can come in your house. Like I've, she's very, yeah, she's I've very about like government just being able to do whatever they want. Um, also, the corporate power, she's uh, like censorship, things like that, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh-huh. whatever. She's real big on letting corporations just shut down whoever. Um, because they, it's, they're, they're private, and they, and, and then the argument said, no, that's the public space now, and then she's like, well, but these are corporations, they can do whatever they want, so she's very anti the little guy. Wait, and it's, pro it's, the shady guy. T- it's shady, too, because they're in bed with the government. Aren't these corporations, so-called, in bed with the government? So I don't really think that, that they're all that private. Anyway, go on. Well, yeah, hey, you're, you're right, man. One last point is she wrote, like, something about the COVID-19 stuff that was uh, a big, big problem for me, where she said that, yeah, we can just force you to get tested or make you wear a mask or force you to do all this stuff. So that was yeah. really worrisome, that she seems to be like a like law enforcement military. You just do whatever you want, screw the citizen. And so that really worries me. Um, but what did you what did you just say, Hank? You said uh, um, you were... Um, Gosh, what was it? You just said it. Right um, now? What, on the phone with you right now? Yeah, just just right before I said that about the COVID-19 thing. Um, oh, they're in bed with the government, these big corporations? Well, yeah, if you think about it, hey, you have the bankers that set up above, way up above the government, so they loan the government money, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And then the government taxes us to pay that back. But then if you think what a corporation is, it's something that runs off of money, so if you're a banker, you set above all of these things. And so, yeah, you have the governments and the corporations kind of all below you, and they're your, uh, they're your money wheels, right? They're your value creation. They're, they're your tax base, uh, your slaves, I guess, if you want to get, uh, you know, right down to it. But that's, um, yeah, so everything is tied together that way through the money where everything is based on that, all the, 
all the legal system, everything is based on that uh, that uh, maritime law uh, of the merchant. You know that everything <laughs> is based on like like the bank, like they call the bank, like a river bank. Everything is currency. Everything is based <laughs> off funny. of that uh, idea of the shipping, the corporation, like the boats. Right. Like you could send the you could send the boat around the world, and a bunch of human beings. Could I catch die. your I catch your drift, man. It's an interesting oh, yeah, point for sure. I it, it reminds me of what happened to um, to. I'll tell you this story after the break. It reminds me of of a okay. very interesting story. Robert, great right. points, man. I don't know. I don't know those things specifically about her, but I when I when you heard me agreeing, I don't like those things if that's true about her. Thank you, Robert. Take care, right, man. Hey, have a good day, man. Bye. All right. Hang on, Alex in Orange County. I will be getting to you after the break, but I gotta, I gotta take a quick break into hour two. So hang tight, guys. Be right back. I think. <laughs> guys what's up we have some interesting stuff for you I'm gonna talk about RBG and Satan I wasn't the one who well I am <laughs> I'm one of the ones who puts her together she and him she and 
is Satan a it? Him? <laughs> them together. I put them together and so do liberals. <laughs> oh, gosh. You think so? And I'm going to talk about Proud Boys. They are not violent. And I'm going to touch on Close the Gap. Some think Satan is non-binary. Or something. Trans? <laughs> I will be reading your super chats and all that stuff. Before I get to Alex in Orange County, California, I got to tell you, speaking on what Robert in Kansas mentioned with regard to banks and stuff, MasterCard. MasterCard. They seem like a, just a company. Not very political. They just process credit card stuff, right? Well, they found Dick Masterson, who is the creator of a Patreon alternative called New Project 2. NewProject2.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. It once was a way on which you could donate monthly and get some exclusive content. It was an alternative to Patreon. Subscribestar is a decent alternative to that. Rockfin.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Subscribestar.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. And of course, we do still have Patreon.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson for um, exclusive things from JLP. Rockfin and Subscribestar are explicitly more pro-free speech. And Patreon has claims to be for free speech, but they are liberals, and liberals have false moral values. And based on those false moral values, they think being moral is immoral, and they think being immoral is moral. And so they shut down people sometimes, right? So MasterCard, too. MasterCard did the same thing. Put this Dick Masterson guy on the match list, or his new Project 2 company, right? I don't know if it's a company or what, but they quit allowing him to process, and it might be him himself, to process uh, support. The support that you or I might give to donate towards him or Soph or um, whoever is on his Patreon alternative website. So they say they're interfering with uh, our right to contract. And that's not the government. That is some... That's not the federal government. That is some outside thing called a match list. Match. M-A-T-C-H. The match list. And th that thing is normally reserved for people who commit, like, some type of fraud. Or maybe they do this child pornography or something like that. I don't know what, what it takes to get on the match list, but usually it's like related to actual financial crimes. Not related to... <laughs> what? Being on the right a little bit? <laughs> Mildly? Not being left enough? I don't know, it's crazy. So... There is a concern there with regard to... Um, cashless society type of stuff. There is a push towards cashless society. Society. That's where you, uh, a lot of millennials don't really carry cash. 
if they carry cash at all. And they hate change. Don't give them change. Keep the change. I'm referring to coins. <laughs> they don't want it. They don't need it. And you know, I mean, think about it. Um, there's a shortage of change in Los Angeles, if not elsewhere, because people don't carry exact change. You know, the people who, are, who carry exact change, you know, the, the people who are older than the boomers, some boomers too, they carry enough so that they have exact change. <laughs> Or, you know, carry, carry some change in their pockets so they can, they like to give exact change if they can. Most of us, too lazy. <laughs> and now they're running out of change and, like, the smallest bills that they give you in ATMs is 20s or hundreds. <laughs> Inflation of money, they have this minimum wage thing where your money becomes more worthless because people get paid more to do less. I mean, I'm not, minimum wage isn't the only thing that's making money worth less, but all kinds of stuff. Corruption. Corruption. So, um, hope you're, hopefully you're catching my drift. I don't know what exactly to do about it. But it is, there is a whole lot of evil going on. That, uh, you'd be surprised the ways that they can crack down on you. If you catch the wrong people's attention. It's crazy. So, um, Alex from Orange County, California, I think he's a first-time caller, agrees with me on seminary, I think. What's up, Alex? How are you doing? Hey, James, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Hey, man, I, I heard, oh, well, first of all, thank you, thank you and Jesse, love you guys. I was actually at church a couple weeks ago. Now you're getting wow. a little, now you're getting a little bit, like, muffled or something. Are you on regular Can phone? Yeah, I'm on regular phone. Stay close to it, stay still, and I recognize that sometimes the signal does get wobbly, but... Okay, go Got on. Yeah. yeah, I was actually at church a couple weeks ago and had a blast with you guys. It was awesome. Nice, man. Um, yeah, I love it. I yeah. love church. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so you said you had a guy call it, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago, and he was saying blasphemy. He was talking about blasphemy, and he said a bad word to you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think his name. I I don't want to spec. I don't want to speculate, but I think he was from Chicago, Illinois. I forget what his first yeah, name was. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. Well, anyways, you were talking about seminary, and from someone who got a degree, a bachelor's in Christian studies, all of that theology stuff is a total waste of money and time. And these people are actually more tormented once they get out of it than they were when they got into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, even, like, I don't know of a seminary where homosexuals aren't going, and uh, radical blacks aren't going, and all of this you-continue-to-sin stuff isn't taught. I think that seminaries are teaching false teaching. And these oh, people yeah. think they're smart. Yeah, and I know people, <clears throat> I mean, this isn't even a valuable skill, and they're $100,000 in, lo in loans wow. when they get out. Are you serious? <laughs> it costs that much? Dang. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. people go to Princeton Seminary, and they pump out liberals. Princeton yeah. Seminary pumps out liberals. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just what Jesse says. Go get 
go get a trade or go get some kind of skill that actually matters and don't learn these stupid definitions that don't help anybody and actually it really just harms them more so like you know they they ponder about what well, am I chosen am I predestined and then they they get depressed about it yeah so. i yeah that type of stuff those types of questions started to bother me when i st- started getting into the bible and there was this christian message board that was presenting these questions calvinism versus arminianism and all that stuff and uh all of those questions like bothered me. Meanwhile, my life was getting like I was turning weirder around my friends, and I was still living at home, being a grown adult. <laughs> Cute uh, emphasis on adult. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's um, it's it's not good. It's it's good to read it a little bit, and good to take heed. It's kind of like a People, people don't really take heed about it. It's kind of, it, even the Bible says something like, a man who learns what's right and doesn't carry it out is like someone who looks in the mirror and then immediately forgets what he looks like. And that is what so right. many people do. Even with, even with prayer, like si- silent prayer, people will silent pray and then just throw out prayer and awareness and just get right into, get right out of taking every thought captive and stuff like that, you know? People really are not f- believing in God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. They're believing in books. Including the conservatives' intellectuals. Including the conservative ones. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Nice, right, man. man well, I, gotta, I gotta get back to work. Thanks for everything you guys do. Appreciate you, Alex. Thanks for hanging on, man. Take care. All right, see you. Bye. Bye. So, speaking of Satan... <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I will get to, I gotta get to this Proud Boys thing, and I wanna get to this communist CNN thing. I know I throw that word around a lot, but it's true. And just read evil, enemy of America, enemy of humanity, (laughs) enemy of the blacks that they pretend to kiss up to. Um, I'm gonna touch on, speaking of banks, too. Citigroup is behind this social justice fake cause. Anyway, RBG is having her, that's short for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is having her funeral. (laughs) And she is, what is it? The late justice becomes the first woman and first Jewish person to lie in state at the U.S. Capitol. I guess... They have a graveyard or something. I don't know. I don't know. At one point, I was concerned <laughs> because I thought that they were putting John Lewis in a hole that was in the center of underneath the Capitol Dome, you know, the Capitol of Capitol Hill, that dome under which, you know, the Congress people, Congress, men and females, go, unfortunately, go into, um, their building, there's that dome of the Capitol, right? The con- it's called the Capitol. C-A-P-I-T-O-L, I think. Different from the Capitol, A-L, right? I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Maria. Um, I thought that they were putting him down in the, like, the center 
of the floor underneath. And it's also money, yeah. But it's also the state capital. Interesting. But, um, but no, it was just a black drape over the casket. And so I was like, is that a hole? Because there was like this bird's eye view looking down under John Lewis, you know, the man who they pretend is a hero. But he's an evil person. He was an evil person. Well, um, so I don't know what it means to lie in state at the U.S. Capitol, but progress, right? First woman. First Jewish person. I don't think she was, I can't imagine that she was in, even followed like the, the doing everything right but denying Christ type of Jewish person. I think that she was an atheistic person. The way that she acted and thought, non-practicing. Okay, thank you. Confirmed? <laughs> I think so. Because she's for abortion. Were the Israelites for abortion? I don't know. Not like this. Not like this. Let's put it that way. Uh, Only when they turned away and did evil. (laughs) Were they for sacrificing babies, I think, sometimes. Um, so, okay, they're, do- they're acting like she's a hero. They're jeering at Trump for paying any respect to her, which he's a respectful person. You know, there was a beautiful clip that um, got out there from C-SPAN and other, other places where he first learned of the news that she uh, died. He said, you know what? She's a- she was an amazing woman. She led an amazing life. <laughs> Amazing. True. (laughs) So anyway, and she wouldn't die, too, for years. She wouldn't die because women tend to um, survive much longer. So (laughs) I come across this article. Oh, by the way, there's a picture of them paying respect to her. And the casket looks much too big for her petite body, but, okay, at the state capitol, and, you know, her physical trainer, personal trainer, paid tribute to her, I think that was, that's Bryant Johnson, I think that might be a woman, in the foreground, all blurry, but I could be wrong, maybe it's a male, one of the blacks, and then there's this article from Huffington Post, which completely disrespected Trump during the 2016, 2015, 2016 campaign. They said, oh, we are putting Trump in the entertainment section because he doesn't belong in political news. They just marginalized themselves trying to marginalize him. (laughs) Huffington Post is such a joke. It's a liberal far-left outlet, right? Uh, This is an article title. From one Jamie, Jamie Smith headlined, The death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg pushed me to join the Satanic Temple. Since she can't pretend to worship Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she now has to outright worship Satan. And I know all of you people that say, well, actually... The Satanic Temple is just atheists. They don't believe in Satan. (laughs) This woman writes, I'm a 40-something attorney and mother who lives in a quiet neighborhood with a yard and a garage full of scooters 
and soccer balls. I'm not the type of person who would normally be considered becoming a Satanist. But these are not normal times. <laughs> I guess because we have a rebirth of truth in the country. With President Trump, with um, young people quitting smoking pot, quitting sex out of wedlock, returning to morality, forgiving their parents, loving boomers, <laughs> and stop, stopping hating boomers, because both liberals and conservatives who have hatred in their heart hate boomers <laughs> for different reasons, of course. <laughs> but anyway, uh, of course, she goes on to talk about abortion. This 40-something-year-old 40 attorney and mother, working person, by the way. She said, in the same way that un some Unitarians and some Jews do not believe in God, Satanic Temple members do not worship Satan, and most are atheists. And yet they pretend to be religious because their religion is to support evil. And that's what they do. They support LGBTQIA stuff. They support abortion. They support hating President Trump and hating Christians and being um, extremely disrespectful towards everything decent. And they have an imitation of morality, right? The seven fundamental tenets. Act with compassion and empathy. There's that liberal word, empathy. That means you, you feign, you act like, you pretend, you, in your imagination, you make yourself feel other people's pain. <laughs> I'm just reading the article. I'm just reading the article. <laughs> the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. In other words, violate the law for your perverted version of justice. <laughs> uh, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone, except for the baby's body inside the mother's womb. And that leads them to abortion. And they talk about church and state pretending to believe in, um, in a bunch of fake ideas about Christianity and about America. But she goes on, basically, she supports abortion. She doesn't even mention LGBTQIA stuff. Of course she mentions The Handmaid's Tale, which is an, a, an attack on Christianity. Uh, it's a pro-abortion propaganda um, TV series, The Handmaid's Tale. Anti-Christian, anti-male, anti-baby, and honestly, anti-females. So, um, she's joining that. And they're getting, they've been getting sway. And they don't, they don't realize that they are worshiping Satan and following Satan. As are everybody who isn't, you know, like, perfect. I think. Seems like it. So, that's pretty interesting. Just had to quickly share that with you.
here's a quote that yeah that Huffington Post thinks is worthy of highlighting. We need creative, resolute thinkers. I think this is from this woman's article. We need creative, resolute thinkers who are willing to stand up for what they believe and take concrete action to do so. It sounds like Obama. And the Satanic Temple is full of those kind of people. I am proud to now count myself among their ranks. And this is a mother, by the way. I told you about another insane mother who got a beautiful wedding with Ryan Reynolds at a beautiful, uh, what is that thing called? Former slave plantation. Uh, Blake Lively. Another misguided female. And they're just kissing up to it. They being the, uh, they being the men are kissing up to these, these female ideas. It's not really female ideas, they're satanic ideas. <laughs> uh, interesting, huh? RBG and Satan, two peas in a pod. And everybody of who pretends like they loved her, and they didn't love her, they freaked out because their egotistical, selfish furtherance of the ideology that they have latched onto in their pride, their arrogance, is no longer going to be furthered by this evil female. They don't care about her. They don't care about her family. Her own family doesn't care about her. Her own family only cares about liberal politics. That's their religion. Satan's politics, right? It's crazy. So, I'm going to get to calls and uh, appreciate the support, guys. Thank you for the super chats. And I'm going to um, address this attack upon the Proud Boys, which I touched on, but unknowingly. But, you know, I had a feeling yesterday with Mayor Ted Wheeler of Portland hating the Proud Boys and pretending that he's against hate. But first, let me get to Stephen in Raleigh, North Carolina. Steven, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, Hey, How you doing? Doing fine. What's up with you? Okay, it's, it's been a while since I called. Cool. Right. Yeah, uh, let's see. Mine's not necessarily on the subject you're speaking of. No, you don't I'll have just... to talk about that. You wanted to talk right, about cool. bandwagoning of Trump supporters. Right, that's what I, yes, yeah. What, do you, what is your opinion on bandwagon Trump supporters? People like that. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a big opinion on them, but they are, you know, I do recognize that there, there is some, and they're, they're weak, they're fakes, and they're selfish. And honestly, that's, um, that's right, the way I mean, of the world. It's unsurprising. Right. I mean, it's nice to have their vote, sure. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> we will take the vote. Yeah. And I guess this might be a millennial thing, even though I hate those types of, uh, categorizations by bandwagoning like, you're talking about and I don't I don't want to name names necessarily but you're talking about people oh, no, who no 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 I'm not going to be specific you're talking about people, people who know, just no. who just um I don't know because it's trendy they um <laughs> yeah, they support yeah. It. yeah but I mean all these words too like I can't stand simp or um, <laughs> I can't even think of some of the other ones off the top of my head right now you don't now. like these terms like simp yeah, I don't. I can understand that. Why, why don't you like it? Because I'll tell you why I 
I've I've fallen into repeating it because I just I think I might have said it ironically one time and now I can't. That's what they're all about. (laughs) Say it again. I was just saying like that's some some of your audience. That's some of the words they use, and I'm not I'm not talking trash. I'm just saying you see. So why don't why don't you like that term simp? Uh, well, people are gonna say that's because he's a simp, Uh. probably. (laughs) But no, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, but why don't you like it? Um, and then I'll explain to you. And anybody who doesn't know what that word means, Chris explained it. I, I, I don't like today. it just because I don't know. It's just, there's just better ways to insult somebody if they're going to use such a word. I don't know. I <laughs> I kind of like it, but I'll tell you the reason that I don't like it. The reason I don't like it is because the first time I remember coming across it is from the uh, Tariq Nasheed crowd, and Tariq Nasheed is a black radical, um, at least he pretends to be a radical, just an evil, maybe he's an anti-white bandwagoner. (laughs) He's not really anti-white, but he effectively is because he's a bandwagoner, and he gets a lot of traction that way by being an anti-white troll and and pretending to be pro-black. But he used to be like a... um, a dating coach or something like that. <laughs> and then so he uses the term simp. And so that's the only reason I don't like it is because I associate it with this black yeah. thing. And I have a feeling yeah. that it came from that it was first popularized by blacks. That's true. I mean, the people that I I've never necessarily been called a simp, but people that tend to use it, they just want to insult others and it's just just a um not the not a very clever way of insulting people. And cuck, too. That's another word I don't like. I don't like. like that word just because it sounds so degenerate, but it's such a perfect word for the disgusting people who are that. <laughs> I know, but like... But I agree. I don't like it. I don't like it. Cuck, cuck is derived from cuckold. So it's just like, right. okay... Which is, like, a, which is a, a bird that lays man, its eggs uh, in another's nest, right? Yeah, it's well, a man who's uh right, right. Don't repeat it. I don't want to. No, 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 no. Don't repeat it. I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> no, I won't repeat it. But it's like a man who's conservative who might like agree with a, oh, a yeah. Democrat or something like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, he is that c word. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I won't. I won't use it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> no, no. Are you Why, Stephen with a ph or Stephen with a v? Ph. Okay. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I just, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. That word just, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. Well, you maybe you should check you... yourself if it bothers you, though. Check myself? Well, sure. You know what I mean? Because if it bothers you, not that you, not that I'm saying that it may mean that you are that, but you don't need to be no. upset about it. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I just well, think I don't know. There's better, <laughs> I think there's just better ways to, uh. More intelligent ways to kind of go about. Oh come on, we don't need they shouldn't. But I like agree. stuff that's not intelligent. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you do. What? I like stuff that's not intelligent. Well, that's right. Yeah, you don't. You're not into uh, people who are uh, intellectuals, right? <laughs> because it's. A, do you understand? Do you understand where I'm going? Get... Where I'm coming from with that? Uh, to a degree, but uh, it, it's funny though because um, there's nothing wrong with. Um, being um, being intelligent or uh, being an intellectual. I mean, intelligent isn't intellectual. All right, fine. Well, then being intellectual. I mean, well, intelligent and intellectual, it kind of is the same thing, right? No. 
<laughs> Why not? Because they're two different words, man. Why would there well, need to be well, two, different two different words? Different words but, they <laughs> <laughs> but you have to you have to go to the people who I'm who who I'm referring to as intellectuals, and you have to and see also, the blindness of the people who are are self important and into that knowledge, well, and they you know what and, I mean. And I've been a long supporter oh, of the show. Oh, hey. hey. Uh oh, what? Nice. Someone no, somebody what, what? said somebody told me who, who you are. Man, it's good to hear from you. I've Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm the guy that you you know Yeah, yeah. made me the uh moderator in uh Discord. Right on. And, and I thought that was cool. I was honored to do so, but it's funny. I'm a forty three year old man. That's all right. With a bunch of Gen with X. a bunch of kids and but they're all good kids in there, but it's just funny because <laughs> Don't call them kids. I, I, oh not kids, whatever, you know. I'm not I'm not being mean. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's uh, it's just funny because here I am. I barely knew how to use the the Discord, <laughs> and That's and funny. you made it. But but I, I I learned, and I'm doing. I think I'm doing pretty good. Right on, man. Well, we I get, appreciate we you, man. The people who yeah. I call intellectuals are the people who are like the NRO National Review Online writers who hate Trump, and they kiss right. up to the idea that we should cooperate and make a deal with the Democrats so that we don't. Um, appoint a Supreme Court justice before the election. Those are the te- pi- right. type of people. F- those are an example of right. intellectuals. Is, does that make more sense? I don't yeah, know. Think about sure. it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, you guys don't tend to think also, and I'm not here to criticize because, you know, I've been, I've been a longtime fan. Never Trumpers. Um, but, um, you know, and I do enjoy it when you talk to Joe Kenyon from, you know, from Arizona or Joe from Arizona. Yeah. And I even enjoy when Marcus Jones is in a chat right. because people just fall for his, you know, trolling. So it it makes it for all good fun, you know. Those are two intellectuals <laughs> as well, by the way. They're well, they're yeah, blind to I, basic reality, but they have a, well, a lot of facts that they. No, I respect Joe Kenyon a lot. I, sometimes I agree with him, and whatever that makes me, that's I, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> All right, interesting, man. Appreciate you. Call again, yeah, yeah. Stephen. It's good to hear from you, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> Take care. All right, you as well. <laughs> Hydro PX gave a diamond and said, Go home. It's Friday. Don't run away from your wife. I don't know what that's a reference to, but sometimes men will stay away from their nagging wife. <laughs> And so they'll become workaholics or alcoholics or whatever else. I guess that's what that's referring to. I don't know if it's specific to anything I said. Thanks, man. Marcus Jones Stink says, Simp lives matter. Yes, they do. And Nazi lives matter, too. (laughs) A reason I say that is because, well, inspired by uh, Joel Friday here. (laughs) Because he made a joke once about... Well, I don't know if it was a joke, but KKK lives matter. Because all, if all lives matter, right? Um, but there was this black female who went and invaded an old elderly couple, boomers or older, in somewhere, and they, she drank one of their sodas or drinks or something. And she was wearing a Nazi lives don't matter t-shirt, I think is what it said. Oh, Joel Friday said, all lives, all lives. <laughs> did you delete the white square on Blackout Tuesday? No. He did not delete it? Is it still there? <laughs> uh, 
Including, okay, yeah, it's all lies. <laughs> Including KKK. But the left supports punching Nazis, so-called Nazis. Just dehumanizing people as racist. So, thank you for the um, support. Yes, simp lives do matter, indeed. King Alpha Nerd donated donation message on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. I don't know if it's Trump, but I work for the government, and I have co-workers on paternity leave till this day since March. To this day! That's too long! The slaves didn't get paternity leave. <laughs> I thought you had to invoke the name three times to summon the beast, but okay. Um... Quickly, let me get to this Proud Boys thing. You know, yesterday, amid the riots, or leading up to the riots, I guess it's been, have there ever not been riots in the past 110, 120 or, or so days of Portland, Oregon? Have there? Or Seattle, Washington? Um, those are up in the Pacific Northwest, as you know, filled with just degenerate people. And... Then Mayor Ted Wheeler is fear-mongering. He fear-mongered yesterday. I told you about it. Last night, there were crazy riots again in Portland, Oregon. And I don't know if they ever stopped, honestly. But the excuse this time was Breonna Taylor instead of George Floyd. And too many other black people who we can't name. Fake victims of police brutality, which doesn't exist. And racism, which doesn't exist. Uh, Mayor Ted Wheeler went out there, you know, amid the COVID so-called pandemic, unwise, right? And kissed up to them. He got maced (laughs) by federal police, I think, or pepper sprayed, maybe. And anyway, two nights ago, I guess it was, you know, around 5 p.m. evening, right? Late afternoon. He tweeted out fear-mongering about the alt-right and hate coming into his city. Because Proud Boys, who are not alt-right, they are, um, and even if they were alt-right, the alt-right are much more peaceful than Black Lives Matter, much more peaceful than uh, Antifa. Which fake journalists credulously refer to as anti-fascists. Whatever that even means. This is not 1953. Or whatever. (laughs) Or, I don't know, whatever. You guys know your history. Far-left Seattle Times writer says the Proud Boys will hold a rally on Saturday because this is what Mayor Ted Wheeler was warning about. Mayor Ted Wheeler tweeted out, Uh, Portland is not a home for hate. Hate has no home in Portland. And then he also tweeted, violence has no home in Portland. (laughs) Even though it's been home to violence and hate for the past 120, well, actually past several years or decades. I don't know. But he said that. It's so funny to me. 
But uh, it turns out he was scaremongering about Proud Boys. Proud Boys being the Western chauvinist group. Western chauvinist means they're proud of Western civilization, their heritage, and want to preserve and defend it. Western civilization meaning rule of law, family, housewives. Venerating the housewife is one of their lines. Meaning that is something to strive for. Having the wife at home taking care of the children rather than the government while the women work and get ill-gotten gain. So, uh, that's the Proud Boys. And they're smeared, of course. They're holding a rally on Saturday at a park at, near the Columbia River, raising concerns of another round of violence in Oregon's largest city. Proud Boys have a reputation for brawling with so-called anti-fascists. Antifa. And, uh, excuse me, somebody got to do it if you're going to be out there. Maybe it's ill-advised to be out there, but the cops aren't keeping them separate. So what else are you supposed to expect? Antifa attacks them. Attacks them. So anyway... This, the event is billed to show the group's love for American and Western values. Right on. It was started by a Canadian uh, guy, Gavin McInnes. Um, it was initially scheduled to be downtown Portland, but the week was the, last week it was moved to Delta Park in North Portland to accommodate what the organizers called an overwhelming amount of interest from across the nation, according to a statement released by the group. If Portland and the state police do their job, and maybe the federal police who are, I think, over there to deal with the, the violent Black Lives Matter and violent Antifa supporters, or members, whatever you want to call them, uh, then there will be peace. But if they don't separate Antifa, which they shouldn't even be in this country, honestly, they hate America, they don't want America to exist, or nor does Black Lives Matter want America to exist, the leadership anyways then uh, there's going to be some crazy stuff. Proud Boys, also, over in Portland, is where the Patriot Prayer guy got murdered by Antifa, a Black Lives Matter male feminist supporter. There was a, there's, they have a, they shared a picture of Shane Moon, a Proud Boys member, who was seriously injured when hit by a driver and thrown up onto the roof of a vehicle before uh, slamming to the ground. An Iowa, or Iowa, or Vancouver man? I think a Vancouver man. A Vancouver man who later turned himself in was arrested on suspicion of first-degree assault and hit and run in connection with the incident. That's just a side note. I don't know when that incident took place. I hadn't heard of it. But just some, just as FYI, uh, Patriot Prayer, I associate with them loosely. I don't know if they are related at all, but this, the Patriot Prayer was founded by Joey Gibson. He's been on Tucker Carlson's show. They're religious men. They're religious men, as President Trump called them. And I think they are. And they're constantly finding trouble because 
Antifa hates Americans. So it's disgusting. It's evil. I'm going to get to this Close the Gap article, but first I got to get to Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Joe, how are you doing? Hello, James. Hey. Alrighty. Alrighty. <laughs> how are you doing? First, I just, first I just want to say thank you to the last caller for the nice compliments. That was very nice. Stephen Will. Yeah. So she, common common ground can be found, James. It's not even not calling each other names and calling each other evil and snakes and all that. It's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous to call people evil and snakes who are snakes and evil. Jesus well, did it. We see each other very differently, James. Did Jesus not do it? Um, he called them a brood of vipers. At least that's how it was translated in English. And he called people true. evil. Yes, he did do that. Yeah. Not that I'm really, Jesus. Far yeah, from it. <laughs> neither one of us are Jesus, so. We just have very different opinions. I was curious as to whether or not you heard my call to Jesse the other day about... I only I only vaguely heard it. Basically, what what the gist of what I got from you was not so much any comment about the blacks, but you were commenting about whites, who no, like thirty percent thirty percent get in on on um, legacy Legacies, yeah. legacy yeah. But that doesn't course, that doesn't and, that doesn't and, affect and, Jesse's but, point about blacks though. It's just changing sure, the subject to whites. Again, 2017 study from Wall Street Journal showed that only 5.8% of black people accepted to Harvard and similar numbers to Princeton, Notre Dame, and Georgetown. So that does not speak to them, you know, just getting in because of their skin color. A very small percentage got in, as opposed to 33% of legacies, regardless of their skin color. And they're mostly white, so... That but you, but you, that has out, nothing out to do water. with affirmative action. Sure it does. I mean, it has nothing to do with affirmative action with regard to blacks. Sure it does. Five five percent is not a large percentage. If it really it doesn't matter action, if it's large it's or not. <laughs> it does, James. No, it doesn't. If it was as bad as Jesse said, then maybe you know thirty three percent of black folks get getting in instead of five percent. Kind of like the legacies, right? I don't know. I don't think that people need to be going to college, honestly, anymore, because college is, well, it's more and more worthless, depending on what you're into. Well, but believe it or not, we that's, actually, a, that's you know, beside not, the point, but it's, but it's true. No, yeah. It's actually, actually the, it's actually, honestly, like, a, a more important point, to be honest. Because you'll well, notice well, that, are, do you, what do you think of Michael Eric Dyson, that fake Reverend Doctor guy? Talks all fast. He talks a lot, yeah. Yeah. He clearly makes some, make some interesting points, but, you know, I think... Interesting when, I think deceptions. Some <laughs> topics, James. College is still worthwhile, right? Yeah, I know. But, uh, but basically saying whites do it too or whites do it more or whatever doesn't change the fact that affirmative action is a major de facto situation across the country. And maybe the world, okay. maybe the Don't world with regard out. to the glo- the uh, like the UN type people. It is a and major I'm, I'm all problem. For folks earning, earning their way in and not lowering standards. So we we agree on that. But it's not it's not the way Jesse presents it at all. 
Well, man, he's making a, an excellent point. We should get rid of affirmative action entirely so that there's no question anymore. But well, there's no getting rid of affirmative action because it's not just de jour, de jour. <laughs> it's also de facto, meaning the hearts of the of society are so corrupt that they give preferential treatment to blacks and treat whites completely differently. And we see that every day. Oh, gosh. We disagree on that, too. But they did, you, they did you know why Breonna Taylor case is oh, such a big story? Because she's well, black. I mean, we, because we, she's we black. We can get into the facts of, of Breonna Taylor. No, but do you know why it's a big story? The facts are irrelevant to why it's a big story. It's because she's black. It's just a, a Let's be let's be honest, Joe. Let's let's be honest, Joe. Brianna Taylor, you know her name because she's black, and they're kissing up to blacks. You know that, right? Let me hear you say yes, James. You're right. Let's hear it. You can be honest. Don't try to pin me down. Yes, of course it is because she's black, but yes, there's a reason. I'm not trying to pin you down. I'm just trying to get you to. Agree with something basic and on it and real, well, and you course, do, I mean, and I appreciate that, man. Nice. See, we can yeah, agree. I mean, <laughs> with the, even snakes are uh, will tell the truth sometimes. Well, see, there you go with the whole snake thing. You resent that? Do you resent my calling you a snake? Do you respect my opinion yeah. that it that it matters to you I what I think of you? That, but we do it after we hang up, which is kind of cowardly for sure. I mean, sometimes I think of stuff later or, you know, whatever. It's not cowardly. Well, it's not like I don't take not, your call anymore. It's just not, not conducive to real conversation and, and learning on both, both of our sides. So. I know, but neither is changing the subject and saying whites do it too, or whites do it more, or whatever your point was, with regard to well, affirmative action. Now, the, the, the point I was saying is that, you know, the facts I was giving Jesse... Debunk his point, of course, because Jesse just says crap. And be careful, man. Be, ca- be careful, because you should just talk to Jesse about Jesse. I, I don't mind defending him, but, you know, it's get, it gets a little ridiculous when you guys call in and just wow. complain about him. Fine. Trying to go to the weaker one. vessel. You're, you're more... I don't think that you've ever said this, but some people say... You're more reasonable than Jesse. <laughs> you have the well, rich one is when they say you have thicker skin you, than Jesse. <laughs> you will likely uh, put someone on, on hold or cut them off than Jesse because Jesse's really good at that. Well, okay, Especially Joe. He, Thanks, man. When he, when he knows that, have a good one. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. Take care, Joe. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, Evil is real says Joe is not a snake. He is a. It doesn't rhyme. Okay, guys, I gotta quickly sh- cover this story. In a, less than five minutes, I will be opening the treasure chest on dlive.tv slash the hate report. Uh, Hydro PX says, because she's black. Laughing face, crying face, amazing hake. If blacks are 15% of the country, isn't, f- isn't 5% good? Referring to 5% being in these Ivy League schools. You know, the worst people are the educated ones. Uh, I mean, every evil person serves their purpose, right? (laughs) Some tear apart the city, some commit murder, 
and some cover up for the um, murderers. Defund Planned Parenthood, says fan of the ladies. Vote Trump 2020. Woo! I agree. I agree. Thank you, man. So. Uh, they also... <laughs> one good question is, do the legacy students have good grades? Do they lower the standards to let the legacy students in? Do they give preferential treatment to the legacy over a non-legacy person? How about a non-legacy POC person? <laughs> I don't know. These are very good questions. I don't know. But there is, you know, there is a, um, I don't know, it's dumb. You shouldn't even be going to college for the most part. Educated blacks, educated so-called whites are all more liberal and out of their minds than, than not. So, um, CNN is pushing more um, evil into America. Injustice is what they're pushing. They claim, quote, America's failure to close the wide gaps between capital black, capital B black, and capital W white people, which there's no such thing as capital B black and capital W white people. It's lowercase. But they're changing because they're activists, right? Has cost $16 trillion over the past 20 years, according to an analysis published this week. The article is headlined, Racism has cost America $16 trillion this century alone. <laughs> uh, it's strange they have like an illegal alien. Well, I'm profiling, right? <laughs> What appears to be a Hispanic lady serving, what, a black and a white lady at a restaurant or something? Outdoor restaurant. With a mask, COVID mask, in a liberal town, no doubt. But this analysis that claims this was published by a disgusting organization that has no business commenting on these matters at all, Citigroup. Yes, that's the bank. Citibank? You ever heard of Citibank? That used to be my bank. Well, it was CalFed at first, and then Citibank took them over. Shameful. And they're pushing this stuff. Um, did I give you screenshots of this thing? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, so... Uh, closing the racial inequality gaps. Look at this graphic. Citibank GPS, which is... Global positioning system, which means, like, we're here to give you directions on how to move forward in this society. <laughs> this is the new religion, right? They're telling you how to live and be and direct the country. Closing the racial inequality gaps. These are capitalists pushing communism. <laughs> Enemies of America pushing the destruction of America. And... They'll be fine. They'll be fine. The economic cost of black inequality in the United States. Glo well, GPS also stands for Global Perspectives and Solutions. Same thing. Same thing. We're opening the treasure chest, guys. And they have uh, pictured at the front of this report a black female. What I take to be a white female, although I may be giving a false assumption. 
meaning I don't know what she is, and um, and a, a black male, and you know these aren't decent black and white people or whatever they are. They are liberals hiding behind ideas, things like economists and stuff like that, and vice president and things like that. Awful people. The first one, her name is Dana Peterson. And she's, she's a chief economist with City Research. And her goal is to provide high value, blah, 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 accurate, timely stuff, City's top tier clients and their investment, blah, 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 blah. Also exams U.S. themes using granular data. And all that, blah, 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 blah. A whole bunch of boring stuff. Well, now, next is Catherine L. Mann. That's the, the woman who looks like she's, um, I don't know what. But anyway, she doesn't look like she's black. Uh, chief, global chief economist. And she is responsible for something that's called thought leadership. A liberal female being a so-called thought leader. And why do I know that she's a liberal? Because they, she di- was part of this report called Closing the Racial Inequality Gaps. And there's this black male named Raymond J. McGuire. Black male. And he, <laughs> and he writes about... Look, look, this is the economic cost of black inequality in the United States from Citigroup, right? Citibank. And the, what, his, what he writes is... Listen to how it starts. This is a bank. In his letter from a Birmingham jail, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote, We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. And so he's quoting about Dr. King and talking about the assassination. And, we're talk- and he talks about grave injustices affecting our fellow citizens. Black, Latinx, which is a cringy... Uh, kiss up to the fact that you don't say Latino because then you're leaving out the Latinas <laughs> and the Latin trans people and Native Americans, which I'm a Native American. You're a Native American if you're born here. I don't know if the anchor babies count as Native Americans. <laughs> they try to act like they are, but he means American Indians have been hospitalized for COVID 19 at the dispor- disproportionately high rate. Direct result of what the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, another liberal group inside the government, CDC, has identified as long-standing systemic health and social inequalities brought by how they live. Brought by how they live. And yet again, in the third paragraph, he's still quoting, referencing Dr. King. These injustices affect all of us, he says. You know what's very costly with regard to blacks is when... Michael Brown's so-called family gets $1.5 million, or this Tyrone West's so-called family gets $1 million, or, uh, what's that, what's that, uh, Breonna Taylor's so-called family gets $12 million. That's pretty, that's a high cost of so-called racism. This guy's referencing Jim Crow. He was raised in Dayton, Ohio, by our single mom and her parents. Whose fault is that? Single mother. The parents' fault. Her parents' fault. I mean, his parents' fault. They worked tirelessly as janitors, social workers, meaning government employees. 
and so-called leaders at our local church to give us every opportunity. This guy. It's crazy. And so they, they present these different charts, a path towards equality. And they're pretty disgusting things. And it just looks like communist propaganda or anti, you know, basically updated, updated Im- imagery. But talking about education, uh, fair and equitable lending, housing credit, black wage gap. All of these things that are because of how they live, how blacks live versus how whites live. And it's, it's so dumb. Anyway, that's Citigroup pushing that nonsense. And these are the, the people who are uh, respected. What a joke. What a joke. And they reference the police, so-called police brutality. What a mess. What phoniness. Anyway, uh, it is 11 o'clock now. This has been the Hague Report. We are going to have the Fallen State premiere in one hour, thefallenstate.tv. Make sure you check it out. And take a hard look at this guy who's running against Maxine. Um, We need really strong, decent people to start running for office. I say people should aim at the local level and fight back against the local evil that's going on in the country. And then build your way up if you uh, want to go about it that way. Some people just tr- try to shoot straight for uh, Maxine Waters or uh, whoever else, you know, the disgusting, nervous Nancy person. Anyway, uh, thefallenstate.tv, rebuildingtheman.com slash church, guys. It's excellent. Don't miss it. And that's Sunday, um, 11 a.m., don't know if there will be a JLP plays, so make sure that you have notifications turned on for Periscope, for a Twitter, f- f- with regard to what Jesse Lee Peterson's output is. You will get a notification that way. Or for DLive, you know? Have notifications on if you have a smartphone. Then you'll, you'll get notified if it goes live. Cool, huh? Nice thing. All right, take care, guys. Appreciate it.